Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, my name is Stuart Whiffin. And my name is Christopher Glasson. This is Hardcore Listing, where we will go over a top five of often a listener's choice. Correct. You might recognise our voices from uh, such podcasts as White Wine Question Time, which we was lucky to guest on a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and uh, we should just give that a little shout out. Yeah, yeah, Kate, thank you very much. Thank you um, very much. It sounded very professional. It did, didn't it? It was, I know when we come out of there, because the, 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 the thing about White Wine Question Time, it's, it's like a kind of, a bit more of a grown-up drunk cast. Yeah. Like, you, you, get, you get a little bit merry, so you relax and you have a chat. Mm-hmm. And Kate's obviously a, a professional, consummate professional. Uh, so it's it's all done really, really well, and it was it was a proper laugh to do. Um, but at several points, I think we could have got the flavour and gone a bit off off yeah. the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, but thankfully, yeah, Pip's on there as well. We should say it's the three of us, mm. and uh, yeah, and so that's why one question time. So go and give that a go listen because um, yeah. it's, it's a it was a really good yeah, podcast. it was good yeah. It was, yeah. Um, right, okay, so uh, today, before we do anything, should we do some thank yous? Thank you, first and foremost, to myself. Well done, mate. Well um, done. What's that? I haven't got a car at the moment, got on the train to record this this morning. You know, yeah. got up early. I was late last week, wasn't I? So I yeah. thought I'd better not be late this week. Yeah. Um, what else have I got to thank me for? Um, I bring a lot of joy to people. Big I'd thanks say. to 76 for producing this. Um, yeah. Big thanks uh, to the Distraction Pieces Network. Big thanks to our sponsors. Mm-hmm. I was quite good on the live show, I felt, the other day. I am Bang Boom and uh, of Bang Boom Creative. That's Luke. Congratulations mm-hmm. to Luke as well. Um, yeah, uh, another another member of the Bang Boom family. Yeah. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, and I think I held White Wine Question time together pretty well. And well. big thanks to Charles at Love Beer um, for being... Uh, yeah, them two guys have been our long-term sponsors. So today's yes, really, Jenny. Thanks to those guys, and thanks to Charles coming over doing the Love Beer episodes the other yes. day. It was a real fucking good blast. Lovely to see you, mate. Really was. There's uh, four hours worth <laughs> of that over on Patreon, uh, where we um, calculate how many times uh, you've um, ripped your ding dong off oh, yeah. uh, from yeah. the ages of uh, whatever it was until yeah. present day. Yeah, yeah. From uh, a shocking statistic. It was quite a lot. You fucking it? tragic yeah. human being. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I just want to re-emphasise. Congratulations, Luke, and to your family for having a lovely little one. <laughs> couldn't couldn't have been a couldn't couldn't be happier for you, mate. You're a lovely human being. It's a drunken soiree in the within.
Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Um, today's top five. Yeah. Yep, it yep, was yep, yep. suggested by uh, Henry Dowson, who sent us a message on Instagram and said, what do you make of this? And I was like, mate, that is amazing. Top five times your faith was restored in humanity. Yeah. That's a really good one. It really is. I had to think about it a lot. Um, because I was like, you know, am I setting rules here? What is it? Faith, personal, person, when it's a personal interaction or just something I've observed. So it's everything for me. Did you try to swallow it's a burp? All these then? bits there. It was a hiccup burp, you know, oh, one of those ones. Yeah. Um, so, but being a professional too, like Kate, yeah. I always think, what would Kate do now? Yeah. She'd, she'd swallow that yeah. hiccup burp, wouldn't yeah. she? Um, so that's what I did right there, mate. Well done, mate. It's Thanks good time. that you, you're growing as a human. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, so I guess I've included all those bits and pieces into mine. Likewise. Um, you start uh, this week. Yeah, all right, mate. Yeah, cool. Um, okay. I'm going to say, when I went to Portugal on a stag do, <laughs> I found myself in bandit territory. Because... Um, Is that a club? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'd all got quite drunk. But my friends, we, we, we... I guess when we were younger, we could be slightly naughty. But I wouldn't say we were absolute real terrors not not on the general public to each other and stuff like that m- most definitely but we were mostly reasonable there's got moments where we've, we we've, we we should all be ashamed of but as a as a whole we we we're, we're kind of good eggs i would yeah. say rough give or take and um we want to stag do and we got drunk obviously and i um we were going down the high street and obviously any sort of like uh destination where it, there's a lot of often English people drinking, you know, you could say your your, your Cavosses and your Tenerife's and that. The 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 the, the local um, uh, public get a bit sick of us. Despite us bringing their trade, it's a bit of a one of those where they almost reluctantly probably accept doing what they have to do and cater for. Yeah. Um. And it was a stag do. It was a good friend of mine, and that was kind of what he wanted to do. And, you know, to each their own, if that's what he wants to do, I'm not going to be, like, all pretentious and be like, no, let, why can't we all, like, go on, like, like some spiritual way, you know, let's all go and do ayahuasca in the fucking uh, Amazon. He, that's what he wanted to do. Cool, he's a lovely guy. But we're going down the high street, and you can tell that, obviously, there is a bit of that opinion of uh, of the English. And uh, rightly earned as well. I'm not trying to say that. It's something <clears> I'm quite quite ashamed of, really. But me and a good friend of mine, uh, Greg, Greg, we were we were standing by a uh, grocery stand. I don't know why the fuck this thing was open at like 2 a.m. at night. And um, basically, a cop just came over to me. A what? A cop. What, a policeman? Police, a police yeah. officer. So where was you, downtown? Where? I was in, <laughs> I was in the Bronx. Right. And, uh, and his police officer came over and just started on me. And like, I, I, I'll be on this podcast, it's hardly like I ever try and hide my, my, the dumb things that I've done. Yeah. But I, I hadn't done anything and yeah. I was really quite drunk. And we were having a laugh and this officer came over to me and said, I saw you throw that piece of fruit. And I honestly don't even know if a piece of fruit, fruit had been thrown. But this guy, you, you, you know in someone's eyes and the, how they're talking, you know that 
He's, he was not a good egg. He was a bad person. And whether that was built from years of experience with, with um, English tourists or... Possibly just your face. Well, that, that does set people off. Um, I'll talk about my face in a minute, actually. A comment that you made on Facebook the other day. Um, but I knew I was dealing with someone who wasn't really interested in doing anything than picking on me and... And making me feel like shit, making me feel threatened. And there was me and my friend. But I'm loving this guy right yeah, now. Yeah. Me and my friend Greg, we were kind of like very calm because we're not the the really the type to switch. Or we know that we're in a situation where, in giving this guy a load of shit, he's not going to. That's what he's looking for. He's yeah. looking for me to be that like a a, a, a numb nut. Yeah. And I wasn't giving him it, but he kept turning it up and up and up to the point where he had he, he had hold of my passport and he was on the point uh, on the on on the verge of um on the verge of arresting me. Right. And and I just thought, fuck me. And and I even said to this guy, man, I really don't know what what I can say to you. Like I'm not being aggressive. I I, I haven't thrown a piece of fruit. And he was like, shut up. Um, <laughs> You know, it was it was you. I'm sick and tired of this. You've yeah. just been constantly lying to me. And the grocery store owner, out of nowhere, like came up and went, "You're totally wrong. It wasn't it wasn't this lad. Uh, he, he he hadn't been st- he hasn't he hasn't done anything like that. Will you just will you just leave these lads alone?" And until that point, I was going to get put back in in the back of that car for doing fuck all. And I just felt that the reason why I thought this is, in terms of faithful humanity, is that guy must be dealing with drunken dickheads all day long at the front of his stand. And he really didn't have to get involved with that at all. Mm. But he did. And I really felt in jeopardy. I really felt vulnerable. Like, I, like this guy had no interest in... Yeah. He, he just... He was going to... He was going to do what he was going to do for whatever reason. He's a, soci- he's a fucking sociopath, whatever. And, the, the, and, and because he said that, the other guy was... The, the cop was like couldn't do anything other than to let me go yeah and I thank the grocery store owner um, and uh, yeah yeah no no and then then um, as we walked off I nicked a bit of his fruit nice one yeah I did threw it back I, in I, I, yeah threw it his <laughs> fucking stupid head no and, and, and I just thought Mike I just was so glad that he'd done that because I thought going to Portuguese jail not fun not fun and I was drunk I didn't think that would have been a good story. So, yes, there we go. That's uh, that was my first little <coughs> one that came to mind. It's decent that, like, because it is just them little acts where people just do things that sometimes you wouldn't expect them to do, and you just think some people are just nice. Yeah, and I don't know if he saw who threw the, if if a, if any fruit got thrown. Honestly, we were quite drunk. We don't know that, or whether or not he was about he was about to witness that either. Yeah, but it could have been me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, as far as he's concerned, if he wasn't out of the front, it could have been me, and he could have easily just been like, "Yeah, go on." Just a lot of go. people will just kind of ignore that and just let the coppers do what they're going to do. Yeah. You know, sometimes, if you see things that ain't right, then fucking. I think say that's something. a big part of, um, uh, and and we might come back to this actually. Like sometimes humanity, what's a good signs of humanity, isn't always just out and out kindness. It's sometimes being strong. When um, if you do nothing, bad things prevail, and I think that's a big part of humanity is being able to sort of like get ready to sort of like put yourself in jeopardy for for, for other people or stand up for what's right. Um, yeah, so that's my number five, mate. What, what's yours? What you got for me? 
I'm starting to melt in this bloody place today. I really am. Pride. Okay. Uh, I'd never been to Pride. And then maybe three years ago, um, we took the children to Pride. Amazing. And in London. And it absolutely blew me away. Really? Like, um, there, wasn't, there wasn't as many gays as you thought? or uh, <laughs> Apart from the gays, it yeah. was amazing. Yeah, yeah, like, It was yeah, a really yeah. good party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody gays. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was, it, was, it was just wonderful. And it was like coming from an area where, you know, I would say a sizable amount of people in the area are not necessarily... Um, will we'll have very strong opinions on yeah. sexuality. Yeah, homophobic um, idiots. And to the point when, when we returned home and we got off the train uh, uh, in Graves, there was two young lads um, with their sort of flags on and, you know... Yeah. All the flags painted on their faces and stuff that had, had the best time ever, yeah. completely comfortable. Yeah. You know, being able to act like any other people in love. Yeah. Got off at Gravestown State, Gravestown Centre, and I was like, lads, don't walk down there. Because yeah. I just thought, you will get beaten up for no other reason than you're completely, you know, you're just being who you are. Yeah. And unfortunately, we live in a town centre where I don't think that. You, you, something would have so happened. Fucking sad, so to the mate. point where I was even, just like, even now. and it and it was and it was a crash back down to earth yeah. because to go there at, at Pride and, and 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 it's weird because of of the age that I am, I grew up in an environment where you know there was still lots of kind of ignorance to homosexuality and 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 a lot of people have chosen to just not educate themselves on the fact that it's just, it's just, it's just people loving each other. It doesn't fear, fucking matter. Fear and insecurities. And, and it's, it's exactly that. And, and why, why does it matter? Like, yeah. I, like, I, like, obviously if you're religious, they'll come up with, they'll concoct yeah. religious regions, yeah. reasons or other people will concoct these religions, reasons based on well, what will happen to the human yeah. race. And you just think they are just so crazy themselves. And the other people like George Carlin used to write uh, and used to joke about is I think a lot of these people are st- scared of the queer inside of them. Yeah. Scared of that and, and, and not understanding their own feelings and, and, and having, Peers, whether it's their parents or other people around them when they grew up, saying that it was bad and yeah. that, you know, when really it's not. And, 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 and if people would go to Pride and, 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 and actually just spend some time not judging people and just uh, like, like listening and absorbing it, probably uh, realise that it's not fucking... Completely, completely. And, and it was, you know, that, that kind of stuff that happened afterwards that I see just in like... You know, so just some people's sense of humour in the way that, like, they'll say things you just think, well, that's clearly derogatory to to someone's sexuality. Mm. Um, and to then go with my family and just stand there surrounded by thousands and thousands of people that were just embracing the fact that they can be who they are. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just... That day's amazing, 
and and it did. It just made me think, fucking hell, as as you know, when people can come together, mm-hmm. it's a fucking powerful thing. Definitely. And it, and it was just it was just a fucking brilliant experience, and and yeah, and I just think it yeah, it just made me. It just completely reinforces my belief system, and and mm. and and it's so nice that. My children don't see that anyway. No, they're, they're, and, I, and I'm really know. glad. Well, they don't see it, mate, right. because you're not you're not impressing that into yeah. them at a young age, which is yeah. where where we go. And then we rarely look back. We often all don't look back and really re-question some of yeah. the principles that our parents teach us. And yeah. you're not pushing those those strange insecurities onto your daughters. So so well done. And and, and it is it's one of them things where you do think, you know, as a father of a you know sixteen and a fourteen year old. It's easy to kind of. I'm, I'm as guilty as most other parents. I'm saying, oh, well, bloody kids, they're just all I want to do is sit on their phones and, mm-hmm. you know, and and fucking watch shit TV shows and stuff like that. But the flip side of it is that that this generation, a huge, huge percentage of them, don't see colour, don't see mm-hmm. sexual orientation. No. That they just see people. Yeah, and like, and that 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 restores my faith in yeah, humanity so as well. That is really, yeah. Um, Very, there's lots of there's a lot of duality in in our current society, and there's a lot of shit. Mm. Um, but that is one thing that is is actually really fucking yeah. cool, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pride, my number five. Amazing. Good shout, mate. Good shout. I like it. I like it. Like it. Like it. Right. What's my number four? Um. Sorry, my list has just turned off for some reason. Okay, um, right. This is this is so fucking um, conceited. The time I did something nice for someone else. Who's that? <laughs> very, very, very rare. And you're going to say, "Well, how is your faith restored in humanity by your own actions?" And I thought of that, and I thought of because um, I was just thinking about nice things and good things. This has happened to me, and I've done it to other people. Um, but I think the reason why I've included something that I've done is because if you can't, like, I think we, we're so often looking around for justification of fucking come on, why, you know, oh, this, oh, society's a mess or X, Y, and Z. And we're always looking at other people for the answers and behavior. And actually, really, it has to start with yourself, doesn't it? You have to do, you know, you have to, we, we won't always get it right. And part of humanity is, isn't, we err, uh, we fuck up, we, we you know, we, for, for a variety of reasons we do that. I wouldn't but start we... with myself. I'd start with expecting something from you first. <laughs> well, this is this then occasion. Then i maybe have a look at myself. And it was as simple as, um, I'd gone to see a gig and on the way out there was a phone and everyone was walking over this phone. It was an iPhone. I even saw someone pick it up. And realise it was fucked. And just drop it on the floor. As if like... And I don't know why they thought that. Because the you could see the screen. But the screen it was like shattered. Really considerably. And they just put it back on the floor. And I thought... The fuck? Like what were you doing? You were seeing if it was worth keeping. And I picked it up. And the screen was absolutely shattered. And But I could see this person had had a mes- message from someone off Twitter. And I could just about, even through the shattered screen, make out this this person's Instagram handle who had a Twitter handle, who had tweeted them. So I got the phone and I then tweeted that person because that was the only twi- Twitter thing I couldn't open the phone. I said, hi, you've just tweeted someone. Um, I've got their phone. Do you want to let them know? And stuff like that. And anyway, 
Uh, they let them know. The person contacted me. Just a young student girl. So, perfectly vulnerable. Um, now, basically, she, she was like, oh, shit. And I met up with her and gave it to her. I said, I'm really sorry. Look, the, the, phone, the, the screen smashed to pieces. And, um, and she was like, no, this has really helped me out. There's loads of numbers on there that I wouldn't be able to get back. Um, do you want something for it? I was like, well, no. Um, and I just said, you know the movie Pay It Forward? You ever seen that one with that little guy who was in The Sixth Sense? I was just like, pay it forward. Just do some, just do a favour for someone else that's unexpected. And I, I didn't do that to feel nice about anything. I just did it because it, it was just there. It was a thing to do. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to do it as a reward system. I wasn't doing it so I could sit at home and, and feel great about it. Did you do it to surprise yourself? Because you're very cold. You're a fucking terrible man. Yeah, there's lots of bad things about me, yeah. <laughs> we, we know that from Duke's nightclub, turn mills. There's many offences I've caused in nightclubs yeah. that are just just absolutely unacceptable. Maybe they're things you need to pay forward. Yeah. Like, I've done enough things like that where just karma must suggest I need mm. to undo some of these I've atrocities. I've got to re-pants atrocities, is the word. <laughs> I'm up there with Pol Pot. Um, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, what I mean by that is, the reason why I include that is because it's important to do to put yourself forward for that. Because mm. if you can't see it in yourself, why should you see it in others? Mm. And the most negative people I see are the people that are also the people who would have these sort of arguments. People keep... people. This was my old flatmate. Uh, fucking hell, people keep getting really funny with me at Zebra Crossings. And some geezer leant out the window and said, thank you, you cunt to me the other day and I said to him oh that's because you know a lot of people in the UK think like it's just a, a matter of P's and Q's just like put their hand up and just say thanks for the car stopping and the the, the person in question my ex family went, why? why? it's got nothing to do with me they're supposed to stop and I just thought it's this whole outlook and it's yeah. the fact that you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't stretch out your hand just to say cheers like that which takes less than a second like zero calories and yet you expect the world back and you don't understand that actually decency and positivity and hope and restoring humanity starts with yourself. Hence why I picked that as an... As I want to make a change. Make that change, Stu. For once in my life. Make that change. I don't think... It's going to feel real good. I don't think you can, at the moment... It's going to make a difference. Use Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> as good as that song is. Oh dear, uh, oh dear. Yeah, yeah. So number four, mate, me. <laughs> uh, oh, well, that's my number one. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. But yeah, thanks, uh, mate. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> so uh, it's a weird one. <clears throat> if um, it's it's really weird because I've got very strange thoughts on the <laughs> well, well, uh, well, 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 no, no, <laughs> on 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 the military. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and and war and stuff mm-hmm. like that, um, you know, not a fan. No, uh, of course not. But um, what I am a fan of is he's 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 seen love. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm a sucker for watching soldiers returning and mm. and seeing their children. Oh, wow. It fucking busts me up. Yeah. Not because they're soldiers. No. But because they've not seen their families for a year or whatever. Probably maybe people were thinking they were never going to. Yeah. And and just seeing them. And, and, and I just, it's one of the things, every once in a while I'll go on YouTube and I look at it. And, and they, yeah, they, they will sometimes just pop into their school and then the kid will see their dad that they ain't seen for a year. And just seeing that complete abandonment for like what their schoolmates might think of them. Mm. It's just love overpowers oh, it beautiful, yeah. and it's just that run and that embrace and and probably to someone that's probably had a year of really unpleasant shit yeah again lose lost in that moment of just humanity yeah so yeah simple as that it's my it's my little youtube thing that every once in a while i like to watch because it does restore my faith in in humanity i mean <sighs> One thing, I can't remember who said this, but I also said this to, uh, to Pip once. We were on the train, and I was like, I like to sometimes look at everyone like they're a kid. I, I, I did this. I've, I've been doing this for years, since my mid-20s. Sometimes I look around, and when I look at people, I, I just think, at one point, you were a child. You were absolutely innocent. You had uh, no prejudice. Were you still talking about Michael Jackson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No prejudice. And that you probably had a mum that loved you and, and wanted all the, all the best for you. And then I think... Don't we all really deserve that anyway? And 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 I say whenever I see kids, I I, I always think that like they I don't know where I'm going with this, Stu. Um, no, I've lost my absolute train of thought on the point I was going to make. So yeah, <laughs> pick, <laughs> so pick the bones out of that one. Oh, Can't remember the point. Of, there was, was nothing going. in the guesswork chamber there either. No, no, I was going somewhere with that, and then I just. I just lost it. Mm. I guess it's the fact. Sorry, there we go. It's, I've come back now. If you're out in war and you might be in a situation where you might have to put other people under uh, under threat and, and you might have to kill someone, whether or not they're an adult or even in more ambiguous mm. uh, instances, you are looking to shoot a very, very like a very young teen who might be running at you with a grenade. And I know these things have happened to my friends, right? And they're like, "Where am? I? What am I doing now? What have I got to do?" And um, but at some point, like they sat there 
what, at what point does that flash through your mind? At fucking hell, at some point they were still that child that yeah. I was just thinking of. Yeah. And yet through prejudice and God knows what else, you might have to take their life now. And not only that, you're taking the life and they've got a mum and dad. Yeah. Like in, in a perfect situation, those mum and dad still love them and still in love. Yeah. And, and that, well, whether or not any of that matters. Uh, it, it, and it's heartbreaking. You get back to see your own kid and you think, thank God you're here and you're yeah. safe. And that, you know. I, I, I know exactly what you, you meant now. And it's like sometimes when, like, you know, someone's been arrested for something fucking horrific. Yeah. And then in the papers, they'll do like a sort of character breakdown. And there will invariably be a picture of them at school. Mm. And you just think, you was just a blank canvas. You was just a child. Yeah. And through whatever, you've become mm. something fucking unpleasant. Yeah. And some of that is that you're the, the conscious decisions you made and weakness in yourself, and others is is like the amount of circumstances that, that might job. have been battering yeah. you around your head. And and I think when we forget that there's that that we're all humans are capable of terrible things mm. we start putting people into the monster category mm. and then all of a sudden they don't become humans we don't understand and we don't learn from it mm. and i think you need somewhat some degree of compassion for everyone even even the true monsters because we, without it and understanding them we won't be able to stop it and ultimately what do you really want to do do you want to make sure that future generations don't get afflicted by it if my daughter was at duke's nightclub and a monster was walking around uh, yeah. with his erect penis mm. hanging out the front of his uh, jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have no compassion, mate. No, but I would, I mean, even if I saw a picture of you mm. in your fucking infant school uniform, I'd think, geezer's a fucking menace. <laughs> it's weird because I was, I was wearing my school uniform <laughs> that night. But, um, but the other thing is my penis is so small. Yeah. It's not going to hurt anyone. No. Do you know what I mean? No. So, you know. You don't get that upset by a gnat, right? Yeah, so, okay, so that was your number four, mate, was it? Uh, I think. Was it? Where are we at? Yeah, you said... Uh, you said um, Soldiers. Soldiers returning yeah. home. I'm sure that was your number four, It was, four, it mate. was. What's yours? So, so, my number three is a little similar to um, your number five at Pride, and my number three is, is festivals. Oh, okay. It's that it's that mass unity mm. around something that's creative. It's all I've, leading up to you crying at Adele. No, I mean we can include that. It, it it was one of the examples that crossed my mind. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's like a, a, a moment of like it's it's so it's so the opposite of war. It's yeah. like war is about greed and destruction, and anything and, and a lot of creative things, whether or not they may, maybe they're creative in the sense that you, uh, 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 you're a fucking circus performer and you do something incredibly risky, but it's, it's creative and difficult and requires skill. It's an art form in itself. All those things I think are beautiful. And like, it's just such a shame that we get so caught up in our need, like, like, like the, these games over possession and ownership. And, and it's a shame that you only suspend them thoughts for a weekend at Glastonbury, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not every weekend or every day, yeah. or you know, it, 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 and I guess that's what heightens that, like Definitely. pride, you know. Yeah, for sure. I, I, by rights, I should walk out my front door, and there should be people of whatever sexual orientation mm -hmm. wandering around if they want to hold hands, if they want to kiss each other. Yeah. They should be completely comfortable. The same that if I want to hold my wife's hand, mm. you know, if, if we're looking at that. If I want to hold your wife's hand. I'm not having that, not with your fucking erect penis <laughs> hanging out the front of your fucking belt loop. Um, yeah, yeah, go on, sorry. 
No, no, no. It's, uh, no, I agree, mate. I think um, it's 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 a nice thing, and and I think we we've gone over consumerism and all that stuff in in the past, but that is all insular and selfish. And then when you see people doing creative things, and it actually is about sharing a moment, and it's about the human experience, and you experience it together. Yeah, I think that's. That's as true a thing and as as much as reality as you can have is being in a moment and sharing that with other yeah. people and being happy about it and okay. being able to a lot of songs and music and festival is talking about emotions and, 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 and when you can see a connection in how someone else is feeling and what they've said and you're like, Oh no, I can I've had that sensation. That's a nice unifying feeling and that it's unifying amazing. feeling is, is sort of like a, is love in a way. And um and festivals bring that feeling out and they can really charge you up with a bit more hope yeah you know um in in when when humans get it right and it encapsulates so many things that generally can create a a calmer person you know it's it's a mini holiday yeah so you you got your holiday head on yeah you're generally surrounded by your nearest and dearest yeah you've probably had a few drinks yeah and like they're all them things that relax your state of mind Mm. and you're in an environment that is created to encourage you to be nice and have a good time. Yeah. And and it's a shame that it has to be within a compound with a stage <laughs> yeah. for you to do that to yeah. the point when you walk out of there, yeah. chances are it's back to normal life, yeah. which, yeah, yeah. you know, is he's, he's weird. It's he's, he's like, did I, did I talk about this the other day? I probably when probably, probably. switched off. Um, so I saved someone's life. No, um, <laughs> no, but uh, when like if um, you, you 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 go to the the, the countryside, and, yeah. and you, you go somewhere more rural, and you yeah. walk past someone, and you say good morning, yeah. But if you do it, of course, where we live, yeah, who think you're a fucking maniac? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like <laughs> and and like and they're, they're either scared, yeah, or they're super aggressive, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just, yeah, I just think it's strange that that you just that falls back into normality. Yet at a weekend, they might find themselves at a festival, and and all of that's suspended. Right. It's weird, and I don't think you know. You could sit there and say, "We'll get rid of oh, if well, if we got rid of all our jobs and nine to fives and consumers, and you wouldn't have any stresses and that." You, you kind of would. Yeah, like, of course. You, you just have different ones. They're, yeah. they're, but um, but I definitely don't think we have it right yet. Yeah. I don't think we've got the balance right, and I think we can move more towards a sort of like yeah. less um, anxious-filled country. I'm there. You're there. Yeah, fully formed. I think like I've. You're fully formed around the fucking mind. Like I think I'm. <laughs> and yeah, I just think I've got it right. Okay. All right. Well, guys, you've all, you've heard it here first. Um, I imagine this will be now the number one listen to uh, episode. <laughs> While the world, they'll probably capture this episode. And they'll probably just play it in Bethlehem, like where Jesus's <laughs> fucking birthplace was. And they'll be like, oh yeah, shit. Oh, we'll picture dear. your ghost granddad face, as <laughs> you said to me in a comment the other day oh that was great that oh. was when um, we, we you shared the video I had, Pip had a go at me because I, I cropped that pic- picture wrong yeah. on our post no he had a go at me yeah he had a go at you I genuinely thought that I'd cropped it right what was it did you see it yeah what had I cropped it's out of it massive brown boulders like top and bottom of a tiny little picture in the middle you know what it, that, that's not how it looked on Instagram I did it quite quickly but on Instagram it didn't look like giant brown but it looked like a black boulder at the top and bottom and I couldn't crop it any lower because it would start cutting people's faces out I mean I, I just cropped it oh fuck it up 
Oh, I see. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. Sorry, my bad. But anyway, you we, we then posted a video and we were taking the piss out of it, wasn't it? And you said you look like like ghost granddad who just sort of like like <laughs> sweeps in the background and just does a cheesy smile. Looking a little bit lost. And then there was like people making fun of my face, wasn't it? Cat weasel. Cat weasel. Um yeah, cat weasel come up. Uh and my my favourite currently is uh, Mr. Tumnus. Mr. Tomnus from fucking Narnia. Yeah. The little, uh, f- is he, what is he, a, f- a foal? No. Uh, a fawn? Fawn. Fawn. Yeah. And then I see... For those that aren't aware, it's the character in the film, the recent film, it was James McAvoy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. And he's like, he's kind of human from the sort of waist to the top of his head, but yeah. he's got horns on the top of his head. And little fawny ears and yeah. a little goaty beard. And he's got like, yeah, he's got a little wispy sort of gingery beard and... Uh, but he's also got um, hooves and uh, and almost like sort of goat legs. Or goat something. boy legs, yeah, like Bill Hicks legs, would yeah. probably talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and you said that, and I CC'd in Molly and said, listen, look what Stu's saying. And you thought I was grass, and you're like, whatever. Yeah. What you don't realise is Molly kind of fancies Mr. Tomnus. <laughs> like she's like, she still thinks I think that's an insult. And I'm like, yeah, he, he thinks it's an insult. She's like, no, I just really fancy him. And I think you're really cute. <laughs> And I'm like, Molly, it's very weird. <laughs> very, very weird that you yeah. what you're into that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, cool, I'll take really that. Helps. Last night, because this conversation came up and I was really tired and it's 1.30, Molly's deciding Molly likes to have random conversations with me. And when she knows I'm going to sleep, she gets more excited about that and then she'll talk more. And then one of the last things I heard her say before I passed out last night is Go and put the hooves <laughs> on the wrist. Worse. <laughs> she went do you reckon Mr. Thomas's dick is hairy? <laughs> and I was just like, babe, I, I think that's the, I, I think when you're, when you're talking about that, you've got nothing less to say now, surely. The thing is, that's the sort of thing that I'd be like, the light had come back on, I'd be like, right, hang on. <laughs> that's a very good question. Yeah, I'm just like, I just was like, I've got to stop there. I don't know where it's going to go. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so festivals. Okay, good <laughs> shout, Mr. Thomas's dick. What's your number three? Uh, I'm going to go for um, combat sports. Okay, you violent uh, bastard. Uh, no, because I watched um, I watched the fight of the weekend, the UFC. I watched um, mm-hmm. uh, Justin Gaethje versus Donald oh, yeah. Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they the the fight didn't even last a round. Yep. And and uh, the, the the fan favorite was 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 knocked down and knocked out. Uh, and in in regards to 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 UFC, uh, for those that don't watch it, is the fighter should continue to fight yeah. until the referee stops. Sure, it. sure. And the referee, like he, he, the, the guy, threw this punch, and 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 you know we threw a barrage of punches and knocked the guy down, and he was he was not unconscious, but he was flat on his back. Yeah, and the fight was pretty much over. Yeah, and. The fighter, like a lot of fighters, would have just carried on relentlessly yeah. pounding yeah. and didn't. He sort of stopped, looked at the ref as if to say, what more do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do this. Yeah. This is, I'm not a fucking animal. Yeah. Like, this is a sport. Yeah. I've beaten him. Yeah. And uh, and the ref just sort of didn't do anything, so he kind of tapped him again and then the ref stepped in. Yeah. Uh, and I just think, I just love the, the 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 just the extremes 
of, of something that I know so many people think it's barbaric and stuff like that, but I just, at the end of the day, there's, there's so many moments, if you go on YouTube, of yeah. like sportsmanship that will restore your faith yeah, in definitely. human it's good nature. Shout, right? yeah. But it's just the fact that these guys will, you know, inflict a lot of pain on each other mm. for 25 minutes. Yeah. And then the minute that buzzer goes, yeah. Yeah. they'll hug each other. Yeah. And because and they because they're there for the martial art, they um, love they, they're a fan of the martial yeah. art, and 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 it is that that competitive and that physical nature is is in us. And but the minute that it comes out of the realms of the sport, yeah, they're human beings. Yeah, and it's classiness as well. And like, it is like like after that fight because the the post fight of, of that when they were talking, um, Gaethje was kind of like. Uh, Serrani needs to be prepared. I'm I'm going in there for a war. I'm going in there to win. And there's no friends in that ring, right? That's what he said. Like and like and Cerrone, as they were doing that, that was sort of like all laughs and jokes as he usually is, because he likes Gaethje. Because what's not to like about right, Justin they, Gaethje, yeah. right? And um, but then after the fight, they both went. Uh, Cerrone basically said it was really hard to try and fight him in the first place. And Gaethje, who was like the guy who was a bit more stern at the the, the weigh-ins and that, was like. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I love him. He's, he, he's, he, I, you will never know how hard it was to do that fight. And then I think Cerrone, or, or then he said to Cerrone, "Yeah, but we'll be, we'll be part, we'll be drinking tonight, and we'll mm. be celebrating tonight." And it's like, wow, you know. I, I get as much joy when I watch UFC of them moments yeah. as I do the fights. Yeah, sure, definitely. Because it's when you get McGregor's yeah. doing just the dark shit after yeah. the. Yeah buzzer goes yeah. I'm not interested in that man the sad thing is wow. and I think I said this before I completely agree like, I like a bit of trash talk like I like an offensive joke you know I, like, I think it's fun to sell a fight like that and it's a bit like the, the, the baby face and the heel in wrestling sell, and sell the trash fight talk. like that trash talk is hysterical mm. right do it but when you realise you're not trash talking you're just a trashy person that's when it's like yeah and that is what's happened to Conor McGregor. Yeah, I think the world's quite aware now that, you know, he's just done some fucking truly awful things. Yeah. And uh, and all the marketing in the world ain't going to put that right. No. Uh, you know, there's, when you watch a video of him punching an old man in the eggs, he wouldn't drink his whiskey. He, he was going to become a very, very rich, very popular Irish hero. I mean, Even with he, that. He'd definitely become very rich. And now he's going to be with proper 12. I imagine he's going to be forever rich. And unfortunately, he, the, the moniker of Notorious will stay, but not like sometimes you think Notorious and you add a bit of positivity there. Now Notorious is kind of like, he's, he's lost it. He's lost his Irish foundation. Yeah. And, and you know what, mate? You make your bed, you lie in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just like seeing, I, I, I like seeing the, the, the love come at the end of a of, of a of a combat sport, you yeah. know, whether it be boxing, whether it be anything, just the fact that the minute that buzzer goes, just the outpouring of respect and love, like yeah. that makes me feel good. That's a fucking very good shout, mate. What's next, buddy? So I'm gonna say this is something that came up not that long ago. This isn't the erection in No No, 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 no. So um yeah, I'll do this person first, and then I'll go to number one, and then I'll explain a little bit more. But do you know who Vasily Arkhipov is? No. He was a vice admiral in the Russian uh, Navy. 
And basically, he everyone knows what Kim Kardashian looks like, but no one really knows what Vasily Arkhipov looks like, right? He is basically known for someone who stopped who stopped the end of the world, really, as we know it. And yet, most of us don't know who he is. And I guess with my number one, what I'm going to talk about is, is is another version of humanity. But this is linking back to when we started, and we said sometimes you've like humanity isn't just about like being like overly kind. It is actually a bit a bit more like what you're saying within combat sources. Sometimes you've just got to stand up and and stand your ground, knowing that it's the right thing to do, even though everyone's pressuring you to do something else. Yeah. And basically, he was. Um, one of uh, basically three men on a Russian submarine boat during the Cuban Missile Crisis, right? And uh, this th- this sub, I know been, what you're talking about. Now. Yeah, had, had been found like it, it was obviously in the waters where they were supposed to be, and they were getting depth charged by a U.S. naval fleet. There was like about f- three or four other like. Um, three or four other naval uh, American naval boats plus an aircraft carrier in their position. But they couldn't come high enough to check for radio signals. Um, and two of the other uh, commanders on board this, uh, I think it was the B- a B-59, were both saying, We've, we, we're, we're not in contact with um, the rest of any of our fleet. We think that it's the nuclear war has started. Um, we need to launch our missiles. And on this particular submarine, it required the three most senior officers to all agree to, to launch it. And Vasily decided he wasn't going to do that. He like, against all the pressures of everyone else was like, no, this isn't, this isn't the right thing to do. And he could have easily, like, many times do you find yourself getting coerced into things or whatever. And in, 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 in such an intense high pressure environment where they were basically really almost had no oxygen left and no cutoff, from everyone else could have easily been like, okay, yeah, let's do it, and he didn't. And many people say that had he f- had he agreed to fire that nuke, that would have triggered the nuclear holocaust. That it, it, it's just, you know, it's pretty much as good likelihood all the retaliation attacks would have started, and the face of the planet as we know it wouldn't wouldn't look the same. So I I, I saw that as a, it was quite funny. It was a meme because I didn't know what he looked like, yeah. and it had his face and it had Kim Kardashian's, and it was like. You know what face do you recognise? Yeah, <clears throat> and it's like it's, that's really cool because it isn't something I've. I, 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 it's been proven. It's, this isn't like a like hearsay. This is like this has been well. Uh, you know, there's other ones that they think people did it, but this is one that, that was proven. That's I think fuck me, yeah. man. That is like holy shit. That guy literally like pr- prevented the destruction of the the world as we know. Yeah. You know and. Under, under a lot of pressure to do the opposite and was like, no, I don't think this is the right fucking thing to do, man. I'm not going to do it today. Can you imagine being that human being and thinking, fuck, I've possibly stopped the entire destruction of the known human race. Mad. Mad things. That's some serious responsibility. Yeah, right yeah, man. So I've always got a bit of a bigger one, that one. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I read it not that long ago. I re- realised that and read into that. So yes, off a meme. So it shows how pathetic I am. What's your number two, mate? The London Marathon. Ah, amazing. Um, again, it's just that crowds. 
And when you... Have you ever been to watch the marathon? No, I haven't. It's a fucking incredible day. And just seeing thousands upon thousands and thousands of people all pushing themselves through something physically very fucking testing. Yeah. All wearing a T-shirt or a vest with uh, a charity or a picture of a loved one they've lost Mm. or a child that they're raising money for. And it's just you, you it's so emotional going and watching the marathon. Yeah. And and we, 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 we try and go every year and just hearing the streets are lined with people just constantly because everyone's got their names on their vests, calling yeah. their names out, keep going. And it's just it's that unity again that that is often when you walk through London it's not there. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, for, Whatever your views are on London, if you think it's the greatest city in the world, I've never walked through there and just thought, oh, I feel embraced here. But when I go and watch the marathon or you do the Ride London where everybody, they shuttle the roads and you all ride your bikes through London, like when there's things like that that are put there to try and create community and, and you know, uh, then I feel it. Yeah. But, and I think obviously that's why I'm, Choosing these because yeah. they're heightened. Because yeah, yeah. generally, I'm in London four or five times a week. Yeah, I don't feel like that. No, uh, you know, no one stops to look. Everyone's, everyone's too fucking hurry. busy. Yeah. You know, everyone's stressed. Everyone's fucking aggy, and yeah, you know, everybody's too fucking worried that they might not get a seat on the train. They yeah. might have to stand up, even though yeah, they're yeah. going to go and sit on their ass all day. Yeah, like and, <laughs> and just things like that. It's it's like. Oh, come on. Yeah. And then when you go there, you just see... The best you, of everyone. You see the best of everyone. Yeah. And it's, it's 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 fucking wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And, uh, yeah, it's it's it is something like when I watch Glastonbury on, on the telly, you mm. have them moments where you think, God, this country has got some good things going for it. Mm. And, you know, that we should be shouting How about... How much money must get raised for and charity like, on those days? Unbelievable, yeah. you know. And whatever your thoughts are on charities and, mm-hmm. and things like that, you know, suspend them when you go and watch the marathon because it's just an outpouring of generosity and love and, and, goodwill. and goodwill. Yeah. Marathon, number two. What's yours? It's, it's, it's quite interesting, mate, because I was... I was have you watched the... Have you started watching the new Bear Grylls Ter- Treasure Island? Mm. So I've only seen the first episode, right. and I thought it was very interesting. So it's a bit of a spoiler here, but basically what they do is, it's normally like normal Bear Grylls Island, but now they're dropping treasure over the island, right? And the first two people who found treasure, one of them clearly was, he was always been in it for the money, and he's not come across, he's not come across he's as a the partic- former squaddy yeah yeah he's not come across in a particularly positive light and, and I think there'd be drill masters face palming themselves off some of the things that he said especially his first decision yeah. to head straight for money when they all had their equipment on them I can't, yeah. can't believe that and I can't believe there wasn't one there was one person the brain surgeon saying no let's not do that yet while we're carrying all this gear around I, I can't believe only one person was saying that, yeah. that anyway him and then uh, the lord go off, don't they, looking for water and happen to come across the money mm. the first batch. And that guy clearly, I think, was on the side of he's not a, he's not 
uh, like uh, like uh, it's difficult to discuss about what good and evil actually means. But he's definitely a selfish person, a bit of a knob. That's the impression he's leaving and how they're marking him at the moment, right? And that lord, at the point before they had the treasure net, they'd all di- they'd all said, "Oh no, I, he'd want to share it." But I'd call him good neutral. Like he he was he's he's generally a nice person, but he's quite neutral. He's not. He, he, and and that other guy swayed him. Yeah. To do something shitty. And then by the second time they found money, he was so much quicker to already go, well, no, let's let's keep running with it. And it's just interesting that most human beings, I think, are like that. Three they sit somewhere in the neutral territory of leaning on the good side, but can often be swayed quite quickly by something into behaving negatively. And during the day... We're often swayed into that selfish nature of wanting to, like you say, we're in a hurry, we're on a train, all of a sudden our manners and our, and our sort of like willingness to be there for each other sort of disappears. And yet then also these same people who you're on the train with, then a, a, cha- a, a marathon are all cheering, being good-willed and stuff mm. like that. It's interesting. The, the next episode's uh, going to interest you. Right. Because they pick up, I won't get no spoilers, yeah, yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. there's a young lad by his own admission was a bit of a tow rag. Right. Uh, and he's probably the youngest one on the island. Yeah. And he goes out with them too. Right, well, say no more. I'm really looking forward to that, and, mate. Uh, and it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Oh, mate, that's All brilliant. Right. Well, I've already, I've been, sat, I've laying a few things down to Molly about yeah. the, like my, my opinions and some, and yeah. what hopefully will happen. It's, it's really interesting because it's, it's, I'm, I'm, thankfully, I'm glad Bear Grylls isn't in it because I think he's a bit of a fucking. Yeah, hammer. Molly's like that. Molly's like, I don't really want to watch it if there's a lot of bear in it. Yeah. I was like, he's not really. But, you know, I've got a lot of love for that concept of a program mm, mm. and seeing them sort of throwing money into it, I thought, oh, it's cheapened it. But it's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm what I'm glad about with that show is, I mean, there's, that, there's a woman on there that's probably in her 70s. 70, 74. Like, you know, I'm glad that they're not just putting young, or, orange-faced, yeah. like white teeth, yeah, yeah. fake boobed yeah. young people on there, yeah, hoping yeah. that they're going to start having it off. No, because there's that series Pornhub. Like, oh, you you still watching that? No, they've done. There's more episodes. They've released some more now. Right. Like about like since we last spoke, I think they've released probably about three hundred thousand more episodes now. Really? Yeah. So there's a lot to catch up on, mate. I'm nearly on, up to date with it. Because when you started talking about it, I went on um, Amazon to try and like get the um, Pornhub box sets. Yeah. And like I, I didn't get any. Well, I tried, but that, for some reason, something must happen. My credit card suspended me account. But right. um, But yeah. So. Um, I've got them all, mate. I lend them to you. Have you? Yeah, yeah. I got them in a in a hard drive in a big plastic bag at home. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So is this your number one? <laughs> no, that was my number two, man. Was uh. Well, hold on. No, what was we talking about? Oh, my number one is now. Yeah. So my number one is the nurses on the Kate Evelyn Loire unit in Basildon. So you know when. When you've got anyone, when you've been in, pos- in hospital, you've you've got friends or family in hospital. There is people sometimes move into care for the wrong reasons. I've seen even friends who have moved into caring or housing associations, and they're kind of quite lazy and they kind of let people down. And I sometimes see it in hospitals where people, I don't know if they moved in really with the absolute real goal, like they really fucking that's what they want to do. Like because as a nurse. Is vocational, right? It's brutal hours. Most hospital occupations are. 
But sometimes and, you and quite poorly paid. Yes, exactly. Um, and and and, so, and and I've been in many many a unit in in hospitals where actually I feel that people aren't. I, sometimes it's through burnout, which I completely understand because it's hard to judge those guys because they're fucking working so hard. Stretch. But there are some times when. It, I'm not getting the vibe. It's any of those things. I'm getting the vibe that person just isn't really there. They're not switched on that day. And and I've been there multiple times and the same people have those same motivational problems and they're kind of letting the team down. Well, when my dad was really poorly um, and it really was getting hardcore, he went to a specialist ward and it was the Kate Evening Large Unit and they were the hardcore of people who really would. You, like, there was none of them there that I was thinking you, you're, you, 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 you're not 100% committed every day to be doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like, and I don't know if it was that they would have cream and a crop at a hospital when they've got because by the end, Dad had advanced dementia, and that is something to see. It is highly distressing to see. That's not someone sat there quiet. And um, and they have to deal with that. Like it's twenty four fucking seven, and it's just amazing to see them do that. Like just they they normally got very calm temperaments, and they're very kind. And it's just a, a beautiful thing to see people be able to be in intensely stressful situations. And every time you go visit, it's normally the same staff there. And they're having to deal with all sorts of madness all the time. And you just think, fucking hell, that is incredible. Like, there's loads of things you could look, look online. Because I, when I was doing research for this, I was like, well, I need a little sort of, like, boost. Of- the National Health Service was very nearly in mine. Yeah. And there's loads of sort of, like, examples of where people do things. I was reading of, like, Americans, an American guy 62 who is literally dedicated his entire life to using his house as a fucking um, a hospice for terminally ill kids. And you think he's dedicated his life to that and he makes very little money. And every fucking f- few years, the child he looks after croaks. And his wife's now dead and she did it. And you think, wow, that's something, an amazing sort of um, sort of feat, that. But they're not, that's not a feat I've, I've personally seen. I have seen the people on the Kate Evening Ride unit do that. And just be for, forever eternally grateful for what they did for my dad. Mm. And um, and just be able to suck up the absolute madness day in, day out. And, you know, we sit there. And again, it goes back to that sort of like worshipping the people that we do on TV these days. Mm. And not, no doubt, I do get it. Like hearing people, hearing our fucking podcast is entertainment because we're a pair of dickheads, right? It's not. What? That, that apple doesn't fall that far from the tree when we take the piss out of people who are on like the only way is Essex, so, you know, in many, many ways. And Strange though, isn't it, that those who you don't need in your life mm. get paid more than mm. those that you rely on in your life. Yeah. You know, it's it's something that needs to be the balance is all over the place. Yeah, it's you know? interesting. I don't know if we've, we we haven't got the answer yet, mate. There's some interesting books out there. Uh, Rutger Bregman's uh, Utopia for Realists is, a, is an incredible read. I recommend it, mate. I really do. Yeah, bro. So that's my number one. Mm. Those nurses. How about you? Where are you going, mate? Just a little, ins- like a little thing that happened 
um, when I was on a holiday uh, in Egypt maybe eight, nine years ago. Hmm. And I think Layla was probably about five and Hallie was probably seven, something like that. And uh, and as is generally the case when we go on a, a family holiday, that my parents and, and mm-hmm. Carol's parents will give them a tenner each. Yeah. You know, yeah. get yourself some sweets or yeah. whatever. When, you know, get yourself something when you're on a holiday. Have a good time. And so, as you remember as a kid, if, like, you had a bit of money in your pocket, it'd burn a hole, wouldn't it? Yeah. And, you know, and there's never a shortage of gift shops and, you know, yeah. things on holiday pick up, that... Pick up a pen knife. Like, of course, <laughs> I want a flick comb, you know, I want to smuggle some bangers mm-hmm. back in, mm-hmm. uh, the, the fireworks, not breasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> Such a great word for tits, isn't it? <laughs> bangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, French uh, bangers! Oh. <laughs> Lovely pair of French bangers, man. Um, yeah, and we, we we was in Egypt, and and we would leave the kind of complex we were staying on, and we would walk out to uh, you know w- w- restaurants and things like that in the evening, and you know we, we were all. <laughs> Done up to the nines in our holiday yeah, yeah. clothes, yeah, and yeah. you know we'd, you know, a wallet full of money because we'd saved up for our holiday. So you know, we're balling. Yeah, exactly. Everything's gone to plan. And as you're walking down the road, there's just families of homeless people, just in a bad situation, like j- just kids younger than my own, and. Just, just sitting there, like, just with nothing, and uh, and it was really weird. And we, uh, we we we'd been out, and it was like the second from last night, and and uh, and every time we'd walk back, we'd stop at there was like a McDonald's, we'd buy like some McFlurries or whatever they were called, yeah, and we'd just give them to the kids, yeah, yeah. And on the last night, we was walking back, and she'd saved her money. And she went and spent all her money on these kids. Oh, what? And I just thought, fucking hell. Like, That's so nice, mate. Like, and and I've got a photo. I'll try and put it on the hard thing. I've got a photo of, 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 of Hallie with these this, this, this family. And these kids couldn't believe it. Like, she literally just bought them, like, whatever it was, like, water, ice creams, chocolate. Mm. And I found just spent all her money on people... And not through any influence of us, no. not us going. Oh, we really wouldn't that be do. a good thing to do? Like, Why yeah, think about and doing like, that? just like I want to go and give them that. And yeah, I, I'd never, oh, wow, never been more proud. No, of course not. And it was like fucking hell, like, and you just think, well, on a selfish point of view, we, we've done a good job. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, you know, she's she's put the less fortunate above herself. Yeah, and 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 yeah. And so that was when I thought of things that I remember just having a moment of just thinking, fucking hell, like, and I know it's my daughter, but that was probably the one that I just had, had the most impact oh, on me because it is my daughter. Of course, so, man. What a lovely thing to see that in. Yeah, yeah. Kind of ties in with your sort of thing that chokes you up about seeing the, 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 the army guys return home Yeah. to their kids, yeah. right? And then, uh, you know, the, the love that's there. And then you seeing your, your kid being... Yeah. 
being that uh, nice and selfless, yeah. mate. It's fucking. It's a. It's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. All right. Yeah. We done. We are done. I, all the way through that story, as much as I was listening you to it. You wanted to fart, didn't you? No, no, no. I couldn't stop thinking of <laughs> what our favourite swear words are these days. And I was thinking, bangers is now in there. And, then, and I was also thinking, and rat is still up there. <laughs> I saw back. a rat and her bangers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I've butted in yet again. I just want to quickly tell you about this magazine it's called pod bible now pod bible is the new essential guide to podcasts it's put together alongside spotify and acast and it's a one-stop shop to tell you all about the podcasts you maybe know about but definitely about a load of the podcasts that you probably don't know about that we think you should know about i mean in the first edition there's interviews with adam buxton interviews with craig parkinson um, there's features on Jade Adams, and there's just an abundance of information about so many exciting podcasts that are out there. Also, Spotify have given us these amazing little codes. So if you do get a print copy, you can just turn on your Spotify on your phone, scan the little code, and it just automatically opens up the podcast on your listening device. How good's that? If you haven't managed to get a print copy, then just go over to www.podbiblemag.com and read it online because the digital version is all over there and it's all free. So every other month there'll be a new edition out. So go and have a look and support us on the social medias as well. Podbiblemag.com It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.